Listener-supported Catholic 540 Divine Mercy Radio presents Divine Mercy Kids. Introducing you to the best of Catholic children's literature, stories of the saints, and steps to bring you closer to Jesus and your community. On Catholic 540 AM Divine Mercy Radio, welcome your host of Divine Mercy Kids, Nicole Swanick. Hello and welcome to Divine Mercy Kids, a weekly program where we grow in faith and love through the inspirational stories of our Catholic Church and its saints. I'm your host, Nicole Swanick, and I am so happy to be here to read and to learn with you today. It is a very special and exciting time of year. We started a new liturgical season and a new church year. So let's talk about that for a minute. A year in the church is called a liturgical year, and it's made up of all the seasons and all the feasts that are celebrated during the liturgy in one year. And this past Sunday on December 3rd, we began the season of Advent. Advent is made up of four Sundays leading up to Christmas. And it is a time that we prepare for Jesus Christ, our Savior, to be born on Christmas Day. I want you to think about all of the things that we do to prepare our homes for Christmas. In my house, we put up a Christmas tree and decorations. We play music. We bake cookies. We shop for presents. We even get Christmas pajamas ready for Christmas Eve. And we have a lot of preparations that we do in order to celebrate December 25th. And these are all good things. But it's not just our homes that need to be prepared for Christ's coming. Our hearts need to be prepared too. And that's what we're going to focus on for the next four weeks here on Divine Mercy Kids. We are very blessed to be Catholic because our faith and our saints and our tradition give us a lot of amazing ways to prepare our hearts for baby Jesus. So each week during Advent, we're going to read a story or learn about a saint or a tradition that's going to help us get ready. And today, we're going to meet one of my favorite saints. Now, this guy goes by a lot of different names. Some people call him Sinterklaas. Other people call him Kris Kringle. Here in North Carolina, you've probably heard him referred to as Santa Claus. Well, as Catholics, we know him as St. Nicholas. We celebrate his feast day at the very beginning of the Advent season on December 6th. And he was a very holy man, and he gave all he had to God. And we can learn a lot from St. Nicholas. Nicholas prepared his heart for Jesus through loving others. So we're going to read the story of St. Nicholas, and let's pay very careful attention to how Nicholas prepared and opened his heart for Jesus. When you hear this sound, this will be your cue to turn the page. The Story of St. Nicholas, a story of humble generosity. Do you like to get presents? Most people do. Presents make us happy. Presents can be something we need or something that we will enjoy. Either way, presents make us feel that we are special and that someone cares about us. There once was a holy man who gave presents. He did so because of something Jesus said in the Bible. This is his story. Many, many years ago, in the year A.D. 270, in a small village named Patara, in the country known today as Turkey, a little boy was born. 
He was a happy little baby, all smiles with chubby cheeks and a twinkle in his eyes. We shall name him Nicholas, his father said cheerfully. That's a wonderful name, said his mother as she looked down at her son. We love you so much. You shall have everything you want, and you will be the happiest child in all the land. Little Nicholas was indeed a happy boy. His parents were very wealthy and gave him everything he wanted. He had a beautiful room and a beautiful house. He had toys of every kind. He had pets and a beautiful garden to play in. Every night before going to sleep, Nicholas's parents read him a story about Jesus. Nicholas loved to hear about the Son of God and how he helped people. Freely you have received, so freely give, Jesus said. Nicholas thought about that. His parents were always helping anyone in need. He saw how happy that made them and how happy it made others. After a prayer, his mother and father would kiss Nicholas and tuck him in. I am so happy, Nicholas would say to himself as he fell asleep. One day, when Nicholas was a little older, he came home to find the servants crying. What is the matter? Nicholas asked. Why is everyone crying and where are my mother and father? It was then that one of the servants came near. Poor Master Nicholas, the servant said. There was an accident and... But the servant could not go on. There was an accident and what? Nicholas asked. Your parents, replied the tearful servant. They have died. Nicholas could not believe it. How could he ever be happy again? Days later, Nicholas sat at the table, eating by himself. His parents had left him all of their money, so Nicholas was now very rich, but he was also very unhappy. What should I do? he thought out loud. Just then, there was a knock at the door. Please, can you help me with some bread? A poor beggar lady asked as she stood outside. Nicholas looked at the ragged clothes she wore. He looked at the two children that came with her. The little boy had no shoes, and the little girl looked very cold and sad. Then Nicholas remembered how his parents would help people in need. He remembered what Jesus said. Freely you have received, so freely give. Nicholas turned to the poor people. Would you like to have dinner with me? he asked. What a feast it was! The poor woman and her children ate like never before. Not only that, but Nicholas gave the children shoes and cloaks. He even gave the woman one of his mother's capes. The beggars could hardly believe it. Then, Nicholas did something even more special. He gave the children some of his toys. Oh, said the poor boy. The shoes will help our feet and the cloak will keep us warm, but 
Why are you giving us your toys? Nicholas smiled. The toys are to make you happy, he said. That night, as Nicholas was saying his prayers, he realized he had something to be thankful for. Although he had given away some of his clothes and toys, he felt very happy inside. He remembered something else that Jesus said. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Nicholas smiled. He had an idea. Master Nicholas, one of the servants exclaimed as they saw the boy carrying out a wagon of clothes, toys, and food. What are you doing? I am doing as God has shown me, Nicholas said. I am going to share my blessings with the poor. Day after day, Nicholas did the same thing. He had a lot to give away, and God blessed him with great joy as he shared with others. One day, Nicholas heard about a man that had three daughters who were ready for marriage. But the poor man had a problem. What can I do? I have no money for my daughter's weddings. Dear Lord, please help me, the man prayed. That night, Nicholas took a bag of gold and tossed it through the man's window. Then he left before anyone could see him. The next morning, the poor man got up and nearly stumbled over the little bag on the floor. What is this? He questioned as he opened it. He peeked inside and rubbed his eyes. He looked inside again. And then he let out a very loud yell. God has answered my prayers, he shouted. God has answered my prayers. Soon the man's daughters came into the room to see what was happening. When they saw the bag of gold, they too began to thank God. What a blessing it is to give, Nicholas said to himself as he watched from a distance. My heart is full of joy. Years passed, and soon Nicholas had given away everything he owned. He left his hometown and made his way to the Holy Land. Kneeling in front of Jesus' empty tomb, he bowed his head and prayed. Dear Jesus, I have given away all I have, and you have filled me with great joy. There is one more thing I have to give. I give myself to you. Now Nicholas belonged to God. Do whatever you want to do with me, he prayed. On his way back from the Holy Land, Nicholas boarded a ship. But soon after they set sail, they met with a big storm. The rain pounded, the waves rose higher, and the people on the ship were very scared. We're going to sink, they cried out. Please help us, Lord, Nicholas prayed. Not long after, the storm passed. The waters became calm, and the ship came into a port at a place called Myra. Thankful for the Lord's answer to prayer, Nicholas ran to the nearest church to give God thanks for saving him and everyone on the ship. 
What Nicholas didn't know was that some of the people of the city had gathered there to decide who should be their next bishop. They had prayed, Dear Lord, please choose a bishop for us. They believed that the next man to come into the church would be God's chosen man. Just then, Nicholas burst in. The Lord has answered our prayers, the people shouted out. Nicholas had no idea what they were talking about until someone explained it to him. A bishop? I can't be a bishop, he thought to himself. But then he remembered his prayer in the holy city, in front of the empty tomb of Christ. There he had given himself to God. Maybe God is asking this of me. Maybe he wants me to help these people, Nicholas thought. Nicholas took time to pray, and not long after, he was made Bishop of Myra. For years, the good bishop did his best to be a help to the church in Myra, and the people loved him. Nicholas was a good example of Christ. He gave of his time freely and never refused anyone that needed help. He never had much, but what he did have, he shared. Things were going well and the church was growing, when one day, the Roman emperor made a very big announcement. No one is allowed to teach about Christ anymore, he commanded. Gather all the Christian books and burn them. The good Bishop Nicholas could not follow that command. He refused to stop teaching about Jesus. If you don't stop, we will throw you into prison, the soldiers threatened him. But Nicholas would look at them and say, How could I turn my back on God? Should I stop talking about his goodness just because you might throw me into prison? Jesus gave his life for me. Should I not be willing to do the same for him? The soldiers were surprised to hear Nicholas say that. But because he would not stop his teaching, they threw him in prison. For years, Nicholas remained in prison, but he continued to be true to God. Finally, a new Roman leader came into power and set all the Christian prisoners free. Bishop Nicholas was at liberty to serve his people again, and he did so with all his heart. He was now older and a bit more tired, but that would not stop him from doing his best. That is why it was a surprise to him when he met a church leader named Arius who was teaching bad things. Arius was telling people that Jesus was not the Son of God. Nicholas wasted no time correcting the church leader, but Arius would not back down. Nicholas loved Jesus very much. He had even gone to prison for his faith. And when Arius would not stop teaching bad things about Jesus, Nicholas lost his temper and slapped him. Because of that, Nicholas was punished. He could no longer be a bishop. Walking away by himself, he sat down near a pine tree. And what do you think he did? Lord, I'm sorry, he prayed. I should not have lost my temper. What am I going to do now? 
I wanted to give you everything. Now I have nothing to give. Then a thought came to him. What am I saying? Why, I have a lot to give you. I don't have a job, but I have all the time in the world to serve you. Soon, Nicholas could be seen going everywhere, sharing everything he had with those in need and helping them in any way he could. He gave out food and clothing and even toys. He carried them in a sack, and just like he did when he was a child, he made sure no one was watching when he left gifts for people. Good Nicholas was soon known as Saint Nicholas, or Saint Nick for short. He did everything he could to help the poor and needy and even built homes for poor orphans. He didn't have money, but he gave what he had, himself. Keep in mind the words of Lord Jesus, who said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. The End St. Nicholas lived a life of charity. And charity is a virtue. And when we have this virtue, it means that we love God above all things and that we love our neighbors as ourselves. So we're going to work on preparing our hearts for Jesus by following the example of St. Nicholas and practicing that virtue of charity. So that is your Divine Mercy Kids Challenge this week. For your challenge, practice the virtue of charity. So you're going to pray to God and really think, ask Him about how you can love your neighbor as yourself. And I'm going to challenge you to especially think about those people that are poor and don't have as much as you or I might have. See, charity can be practiced in many different ways. You could feed the hungry. You could give a drink to those who are thirsty. You can even give happiness to a child who has no toys, just like St. Nicholas did. So pray over how you might help the poor like St. Nicholas. Are there some toys that you no longer play with? Could you donate them so that someone else could get some happiness from them? Or maybe you could contact your local food bank or homeless shelter and ask them what they need donated. And then work with your parents to get those supplies and donate them. The point of making these donations is to love God through loving and helping His people. So whether your donation is really big or really small, I know that God's going to be pleased with your efforts. Now, during Advent, we have a very special way for you to track how you're doing in preparing your hearts for Jesus. We are going to be making our own mangers for baby Jesus at home, and we're going to be placing pieces of straw into the manger every time we complete a challenge or we do a good deed. Now, you can find instructions and a free manger printable on catholic540.org forward slash kids. So ask an adult to help you head over to our website so that you can get your manger printed out and put together. This way, you will be able to follow along with us throughout the whole Advent season. And if you'd like your manger featured on Divine Mercy Kids social media, send us a picture. You can send the picture to divinemercykids at catholic540.org. We can't wait to see your beautiful work for Jesus. So remember, every time you work on your Divine Mercy Kids Challenge, you're going to put a piece of straw in that manger you're putting together. 
For every prayer you say, every sacrifice you make, put in a piece of straw for Jesus. And your straw can be anything from little pieces of paper that you cut up, to string, to yarn. Work with a family member and figure out what you're going to use for straw. And by the time Christmas Eve comes, if you've been working on preparing your heart, you're going to have a manger full of straw for baby Jesus so that he has a soft and cozy place to rest. Well, it has been a joy to read and to learn with you today. Please join us next week when we are going to continue preparing our hearts for the birth of Jesus. If you'd like to be part of our free Divine Mercy Kids Club, visit catholic540.org forward slash kids. When you join, you're going to receive a free Catholic calendar, challenge cards, stickers, and prayer cards. We would love to have you as an official Divine Mercy Kid. We'd like to thank Herald Entertainment for granting us permission to read the story of St. Nicholas. This book has been written and illustrated by Herald Entertainment. If you would like to purchase this book, please visit brotherfrancisstore.com. Let's conclude with prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Lord Jesus, we love you and we desire to grow closer to you. Help increase our faith, love, and charity so that each day we may grow to become good disciples for your kingdom. Lord Jesus, please bless our Divine Mercy kids and help them to prepare their hearts for your coming by following the example of St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas, Bishop of Myra, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Prayer is so important. Join us tonight and every night for bedtime prayers at 6.55 p.m. Well, I will see you next week. And until then, spend this week doing all things for baby Jesus through his mother Mary. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.